The Biden administration says it is watching very closely what comes out of today's summit between Vladimir Putin and North Korea's Kim Jong-un. The two leaders met face-to-face -face earlier today in Russia's Far East as U.S. officials warned that the two countries could soon strike an arms deal. North Korea is reportedly looking for help with its space and satellite program, something that Vladimir Putin has hinted he is willing to do. Russia, meantime, they're in major need of ammunition for the war in Ukraine. At their state dinner, Kim pledged his full and unconditional support for Russia. CNN's Will Ripley joins us now live from Taiwan. So, Will, what is the Biden administration saying about this meeting? Well, they don't have a whole lot of leverage, Boris. This is the problem because what Russia and North Korea are possibly able to do by creating this partnership is they use the things that they have to help the other out. You scratch your back, you scratch your back. So, you know, North Korea provides weapons for Ukraine. Russia provides sanctioned components and information that, that are needed for North Korea to build these nuclear capable ballistic missiles. So they both are sanctioned. They're both outcasts. Uh, you know, uh, once great superpower, Russia and its president Putin now uh, basically at the same level as the North Korean leader who's been kind of grinding his way up the up the diplomatic ladder, if you will. And so so what the United States is threatening to do is something that they've been threatening all along, which is sanctions, sanctions that North Korea has clearly shown it can get around. But this is what they say. When you see Kim Jong-un uh, vowing to provide full, unconditional support for Russia's so-called sacred fight uh, to defend its security interests, which of course is not what it's doing with respect to the, the war in Ukraine, that of course is troubling. Uh, when you see what looks to be increased cooperation and probably military transfers, as we've said for some time, we have reason to believe they were uh, going to discuss military transfers, um, that is quite troubling and would potentially be in violation of multiple UN Security Council resolutions. We have taken a number of entity, uh, actions already to sanction entities that have brokered arms sales between North Korea and Russia, uh, and we won't hesitate to impose additional actions uh, if appropriate. But all of those steps have done little to slow Kim's nuclear program, and with Russia's help, he can actually speed things up at an even faster clip than he's ever been able to do before. And so essentially what the U.S. Uh, says and, and what they try to do at the United Nations, Russia and China can veto, and North Korea launching ballistic missiles unabated, Boris. Will Ripley reporting live from Taiwan. Thanks, Will. Jim? Joining us now, retired U.S. Army Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling. General, good to have you back. Great to be with you, Jim. Thanks. So we know Russia needs North Korean ammunition for its war in Ukraine. We know North Korea wants a lot in return, uh, including missile technology. Are they likely to get it? Yeah. And if they do, how destabilizing is that? Yeah, I, I believe that there is that strong possibility, Jim, based on the coordination that Mr. Putin and Mr. Kim have made over the last several days. But isn't this somewhat historically reminiscent of a reminiscent of a Stalin Hitler or Hitler Mussolini kind of pact? Uh, mm. You know, not really interested in the national security of the other country, but certainly, as Will just said, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Uh, Russia desperately needs more ammunition. They can't produce it, but they're going to get a lot of 
artillery ammunition of the old type, area-fired, imprecise weapon system. I think, truthfully, North Korea has the most to gain, uh, and they've been showing uh, Kim around the different sites that will provide him the kinds of things he's interested in, not only ballistic, guidance, ballistic missile guidance systems, potential to put ballistic missiles on submarines, and in fact, mm. that's the thing I'm most concerned about, but also uh, you know, just some of the capability that uh, Russia has advanced technologically that Korea just yeah. has not been able to master, even though they have been firing the missiles. Well, that's why it's notable that they went to a Russian space launch facility, because uh, as you and I well know, that's not about peacefully exploring space. That's a, that's a good way to develop a, an ICBM. Uh, is Russia likely to provide ICBM technology to North Korea, perhaps even weaponized satellites? Yeah, I think they can certainly provide the information that are behind both of those things. Uh, Russia has very good capabilities in those areas. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they have not. Russia has not proven themselves to have as good a capability uh, on the military front, and that's what they do actually share in common with uh, with North Korea. North Korea and Russia's army are both second class. They have mm. a lot of artillery. They use that to their advantage. That's part of their doctrinal way of fighting. So certainly you would see that kind of exchange of munitions, but not much more that was gonna, is going to help uh, Russia. And, and as I said, Jim, this is, this is a, an alliance that is somewhat dysfunctional from the very beginning, mm. even though in the past, Russia has, uh, for instance, forgiven a lot of North Korean debt they have been partners with them using the, uh, those kind of relationships as an advantage over China. But in this case, what you're seeing is two very strange bedfellows coming together on a strategic alliance, getting both what they want. Yeah, and they don't, they don't have a lot of, you know, Russia doesn't have a lot of, a lot of friends, kind of like China. They're, they're stuck with North Korea. But before we go, you and I regularly talk about the progress of the war in Ukraine. How significant is North Korea's help to Russia in terms of continuing that war? Well, it is going to give them the ammunition that they need. And what we've seen, the reports have shown that Russia has been degraded in their artillery capability, not only because Ukraine has been striking uh, their artillery systems with precision weapons, but also because they've just been using so daggone much. Uh, they've, they've fired a lot of rockets and artillery rounds, and that's what they hope to get resupplied. But you're talking about a base of support from North Korea, they have to transport that either across the mainland of Russia over 11 time zones, uh, which consist of the Russian mainland, or they're gonna have to ship it by sea. And both of those will be subject to interference or blockades. And there is a potential for different policies uh, that the Western nations and the US can, can actually put that go beyond just sanctioning uh, North Korea or Russia. And I think we're gonna see more of that in the future. Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling, thanks so much as always.